Rude Kleinpast is in the garden for us as he is every Saturday morning. Kia ora, Rude. Kia ora, Jack. You've got um, a very, very fancy Latin name for us this morning that I'm not even going to attempt to try and pronounce, but I know what a learned man you are, so give it to us, please. It's nasturtium. Oh. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's the common name, but it's tropiolum. Of course, tropiolum. Yeah, tropiolum. it's yeah, a great I'm, name. Yeah, I think we all know yeah. nasturtium, but um, tropiolum is yeah. It's a it's a it's yeah, a cracker. I, I like doing exactly that, Jack, to give the different names and uh, and and use the real names, the real scientific names. Anyway, most people, and you probably do too, will know nasturtium quite well because yeah. it's a very very beautiful flower. Gorgeous and very bright, and it always makes me smile. It's great. And and Mr. Monet, the old French painter, was uh, mm. a very great fan of it too because he painted millions of them. It must have been a boring job because there's so many flowers. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hey, but but um, these things, of course, they're, they're not New Zealand natives. They came from uh, South America, Central and South America. And they, they now go in all sorts of colours. They've been really bred to buggery, literally, from orange and pink to, to, to dark and God knows what yeah. sort of colours. But... I just wanted to give you a very strange connection. Tropiolum has nothing to do with cabbages, but it's the alternative food plant for the cabbage white butterfly caterpillars. Ah. And it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Normally these things, yeah, well, these white butterflies are on cabbages. But a lot of people don't realize that ah. nasturtium is also a great food plant for them. I didn't know that, that no. Means yeah. No, there you go. So if you have one of those gardens that has got cabbages and you like your broccoli and all that sort of stuff and you grow it, make sure that nasturtium are not that close to there because basically you are attracting, double attracting white butterflies to lay eggs in that area. So I just thought I'd, I'd raise that point first of all. I didn't know um, that. That's really good. Our, no. our, just out of interest, are white butterflies, they're, they're not pests, are they? Well, they are because ah. they don't belong here. They came from Europe. The Netherlands are very common. Yeah, right. Uh, they came from Europe probably with, with cabbages that were imported, you know, in the 1800s. Yeah. Is it, so uh, is so your definition of pest anything that isn't native or endemic? <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I can't see I'm open to That might be a nice topic for next week. Yeah, okay. okay uh, we can do that another time. Well, yeah, right. We'll I mean. No, no, what I mean is it's a pest because it actually damages our food crops. Sure. And that means we have to control it. And in that case, it's as if you're like a pest of horticultural crops. And yes, indeed, it's an, it's, it's a biosecurity uh, import. And having worked in biosecurity for a long time, I think I might yeah. make that point that it was introduced excellent, uh, not very good. But here comes the thing. That this, 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 of course, it's, actually, you can eat those things too, those flowers. And yeah. The, and the leaves, they're very peppery. And the flowers are quite lovely, like honey mustard. Uh, but anyway, there's something else. When it rains, and you know your, your nasturtium leaves, you get these droplets of water swirling around the leaves. And they look like quicksilver. You know right. immediately what I mean when I right. say it like that. Yeah, right. And, and scientists in the past always said, oh, that's because the leaf is hydrophobic. That means it repels water and it becomes a droplet and it rolls around. And basically, that's exactly what happens. Huh. But if you now think about biomimicry, that means learning from nature, yeah. why would a plant make those droplets run around like quicksilver? And the answer is very simple. Those droplets pick up all the dirt from those leaves, and when those droplets are too heavy, they roll off and tossed off. And with it, the dirt, which is why tropiolum or nasturtium leaves are always 
so clean. Ah. Why do they need to be clean? Um, is it so that the, so when they're ph- through photosynthesis, they're bringing in more energy? Exactly, and also are able to breathe out oxygen and breathe in carbon dioxide a lot better. And besides, if it's dirty, of course, you lose 20% of your light intensity that reaches the cells. Yeah, right. So it's a clever plant, clever plant. Uh, Lotus does the same thing. There's a whole lot of things that do that. Yeah. But here comes the thing. It's done by a little nanostructure that's on the leaf. It's literally a nanostructure that causes this particular stuff. Wouldn't it be great if we could put that nanostructure on our shower door, on our paint, <laughs> on our concrete? Ah, oh, you never have to squeegee ever again. Ah, oh, there you go. That's really interesting. Thanks, Rude. Learned several things this morning, and maybe we've got a subject for next week as well. Rude, climb past in the garden for us.